Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Happy Monday, football fans. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Sines with you and my NFL co-host, J.J. Wilcox, safety. And we're coming to you on a Monday instead of Tuesday this week. It is Thanksgiving week, and so I'm going to be on the road to Houston. And so we figured it would just be best to knock it out today and get you our game picks for Week 12, J.J. So first things first, man, I appreciate you taking the time once again. How are you doing today? Hey, man, doing well. I'm excited for the holidays. I'm excited to get around and give some thanks. And like I said, I'm always blessed to be on your podcast, man. How about them Cowboys, man? How about them Cowboys? You said it, man. Those are the words that I've been saying since yesterday's dominant performance over the Minnesota Vikings. Quite the surprise. And uh, I guess you and I both for sure, along with Cowboys Nation, fired up on this victory Monday. But we want to really focus this podcast, JJ, on just getting through the matchups because we know the shelf life for this podcast is a little bit shorter considering that there are several Thanksgiving Day games as opposed to the regular one Thursday night game. But to close out week number 11, it's the Cardinals and the 49ers. Of course, we did give our game picks for that game on last Tuesday's episode. So Thanksgiving Day, we have three football games starting with the Bills at the Lions, 11.30 a.m., Giants at Cowboys, 3.30 p.m. Central. And then the nightcap, Patriots at Vikings, 7.20 p.m. on NBC. Hopefully everybody has a chance to go out there, spend Thanksgiving with friends, with family, watch some good football. I know that's what we're going to be doing and certainly hope that for everybody else who is tuning in. But, J.J., let's go ahead and start with game number one. Bills, Lions, Buffalo. They get a win on Sunday over the Cleveland Browns. Of course, they had to relocate out of Buffalo due to that heavy snowstorm. And, you know, the Browns uh, had them on the ropes a little bit in the first half. The Bills were able to clean some things up. And then the Lions, man... Three-game winning streak. I told you I was so close to picking them over the Giants last week because I know they're a dangerous team. Now they got some momentum. What do you think about this matchup, man? Um, it's, it's definitely one that's not going to be easy to pick. Um, even, even though the Buffalo Bills did take care of businesses, Cleveland, like you said, Cleveland did a good job of holding them, um, doing what they do, which is a ground attack. Uh, pitting their ears back and playing good football. But like you say, the Lions, man, the Lions is the Lions is playing some great football right now. They believe in ever since they made the uh, the coaching change in the back end, man, they're like a whole completely different team. And then, like you say, the offense already had the charisma with Jared Goff. He's a guy that has done many good things in this league as well. And I think they believe in the Dan Campbell now, man. They got a second – they got their second win, and, and they believe in it, and they're having fun, and they play good football. So it's exciting to see, man. But um, I think Buffalo is still a strong team. I think their defensive line, they say oh, oh, the line, Detroit Lions offensive line, is just going to be a little too much. But like I say, man, this Lions team, man, it's not an easy pick for me. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with Buffalo Bills on this one. JJ, I don't know if it's because it's Thanksgiving week, man, but I'm laying it on the line this week, man. Give me my upset pick of the week. <laughs> Give me the Detroit Lions, bro. You know what? I doubted them. Dan Campbell, I apologize, man. Brad Holmes, Jared Goff, I wanted to go with you against the Giants, but something in me went with the Giants, and you know what? It worked out in my favor because the Giants did lose, so perhaps I'll just pick them to win 
from here on out if that's the case. But, yeah, the Lions, man, I'm going Motown. I think they get the upset over a Bills team that hasn't looked as steady as they did early in the season. Now, of course, we all know Buffalo, they're a juggernaut. And, J.J., they show up and they're firing on all cylinders. I mean, that could very well be a blowout, right, because of how explosive that offense is. But they're still banged up in the secondary. Tredavious White is still being held out because of that ACL recovery. And I'm pretty sure if he didn't play Sunday, he's not going to play on a short week. So, the Lions right now, I think they're going to carve up that Buffalo secondary, Jared Goff. And how about Jamal Williams leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns, DeAndre Swift. Physicality, man, is what that team brings. Give me the Lions 30-26 to upset special to start Thanksgiving Day. So how about that? Oh, man, that's a good way to put it, man. You're starting the Thanksgiving off on the right track. I see feeling confident. Believing in the Lions and see if the Lions can roar, man, up in the up at um, on uh, at home on Thanksgiving Day. So it's going to be a good game. Looking forward to it. All right, now game number two, the game that I'm going to be the most invested in. Hopefully, we're not in a food coma by 3:30. JJ, we'll see where we're at on the day. But the Giants, Cowboys, both teams seven and three. The Cowboys, we talked about at the top of the broadcast and a little bit before, dominant performance. I don't think there was a performance all season long, JJ, where a team. Was that flawless on defense, offense, and special teams? It was a thing of beauty to watch. 40-3 to over the Vikings. A team in Minnesota that had won seven consecutive games, and the Cowboys just completely dismantled them. And now they're going to host their bitter rivals, the New York Giants. The Cowboys beat them and took care of business at MetLife Stadium with Cooper Rush. And that's because Dallas was out a lot of other starting players earlier in the season in that first matchup, J.J., but... I like them Cowboys here on his short week. I like the defense to get after Daniel Jones. They just lost another one of their receivers this morning. The Giants, Wandale Robinson, torn ACL out for the season. So they're shorthanded. Dallas should be able to take care of business. 31-17, I have them over the G-Men. Yeah, man, the Dallas Cowboys are like a whole completely team. They came out. I think they got the memo, man, like you said, from our picks last week because I had Minnesota winning that game. But um, uh, Dallas Cowboys like a whole different team from when they went up to Green Bay. Uh, we all knew that the weather is a situation up in Green uh, up in Green Bay, but they didn't use that as an excuse going to Minnesota. And they took care of business, man. They took care of business on offense. They put their ears back. They got ahead of, of Minnesota, and then that's what they're good at. Dallas is great at rushing the passers. They do a good job, but when they get ahead of you, getting after you, and um, the, the offense look good. They 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 spread the ball around um, very equally. And uh, those guys stepped up and made some plays, man. So it's kind of hard to go against Dallas two weeks in a row, man. I'm going to go with Dallas against the New York's G-Man. But I think Dallas is going to take care of business and keep this keep this winning streak rolling. And guess what? Tyron Smith is returning very soon. And so he'll slide in at left tackle. And then they'll move the rookie Tyler Smith to left guard. And so that O-line has been playing well as well. So now the last game of Thanksgiving Day, the Patriots at the Vikings. Speaking of those Vikings coming off a shellacking on Sunday. 8-2 though, still in very good shape. Now they're going to play a very dangerous team in the New England Patriots. 6-4, not much offense as I expected against the Jets on Sunday. They actually won with a punt return touchdown from a rookie. Jones taking it into the end zone. Minnesota's down there starting left tackle. Dersaw, who picked up a second concussion during Sunday's game against the Dallas Cowboys. And head coach Kevin O'Connell already ruled him out. So, 
They're going to have to face a front with Matthew Judon and a defense that can get after opposing quarterbacks. And so I think this has some potential for another upset, but I'm going to go with the Vikings here. I think they're able to get it done in the fourth quarter. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen will be the difference. 23-20, I have the Vikings winning. Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, the Patriots, yeah, they was they it was a tight one yesterday, man. Like you said, they they just a complete team, man. The special teams did a good job of stepping up and making a play for the offense and the defense in the in the crunch situation, and that's huge to find. The rookie came in, um, and, and made some great. He did a great play, break the blocks well, um, seen the field, uh, made the kicker miss, made the punter miss, and did a good job of getting it in the end zone. So, um, that's a tough one, man. Minnesota. They, they showed a different team yesterday, man. When they get punched in the mouth a couple of times, they kind of didn't respond the way I kind of wanted them to. The running game was kind of there. Uh, then it wasn't, then it disappeared. The defense had a couple of sacks. Got Dak Prescott, and they let him slip out of his hand. So I don't know, man. Um, I, I do like Minnesota Vikings strongly, and I do like Belichick and what he does. But I know in a short week what Belichick is capable of. So I'm going to go to upset with the week this week. I'm going to go with the New England Patriots to win this game. I'm going with an upset on Thanksgiving Day. You're going with an upset, but the nightcap, okay? So, J.J., rolling with the Patriots. Let's get into Sunday's slate of games now, J.J. Buccaneers, 5-5. Five and five. Browns, 3-7. and seven. The Buccaneers finally have 500. They have a little bit of a rhythm now in offense. I interviewed their rookie running back, Rashad White. He says things are good in the locker room. They're trusting Bowles. They're trusting Leftwich. And Tom Brady looks like he's got that locker room ready to go for the second half of the yeah. season. You know, right now, I know the Falcons won as we both expected. Bucks still have a game lead in the division, and I don't think they want to turn it over back to Atlanta. So I'm going to go with Tampa here, JJ, in a close one, 20-17 again. This is a Browns team. I know they're 3-7, and seven, but they have played in a lot of close games, and they're getting closer to getting Watson back. But yeah. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and that offensive line in Cleveland – if they can control time of possession, they'll make life difficult for Tampa, especially in the frigid weather, and Tampa's not used to that. I'll still give the edge to Tampa just because that defense, J.J., over the last couple of weeks, they've tightened the screws a little bit. Levante David, Devin White, they're starting to get some guys healthy, so I'll roll with the Bucks here by three. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Tampa Bay had a week to kind of to hear the noise, to hear the chatter, also get, get healthy. We all know the injury bug was big down at Tampa from the receiving core as well as the O-line and as well as some people in the secondary too. So I think when Tampa's get everybody back, but I think they should be ready to go by this week coming up here. They're going to go up to Cleveland, man, and start it off right. I think they got the, the sense that, hey, it's a tight race in the NFC South, but they're still in the, in the league. So it's their, it's their lead to, to actually lead uh, to lose here. So I like, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like Todd Bowles. I think Cleveland Browns right now is kind of missing a couple more playmakers. I think they'll be better once they get to Sean Watson. Nothing to take away from uh, Brissett, but I think he's just an extra spark and an extra sense of life, fresh life for the Browns. And um, I think that run defense of Todd Bowles is a little too hard to run against. So give me Tampa Bay Buccaneers here as well. Bengals 6-4 and four at the Tennessee Titans 7-3. and three. Both teams coming off a victory in week number 11. This is a noon game. The reason why I'm going with the Titans here, JJ, is just because they'll be at home. And I have been very impressed by Mike Vrabel. He has his team ready to go. They have been banged up more than any other team the last couple of seasons. But you know, with Mike Vrabel, his team's going to fight physical in the trenches. Derrick Henry 
leading the way. Ryan Tannehill made some nice throws this past week. And defensively, there are guys on the active roster called up from the practice squad. Rookies, they're stepping up to play. And the Tennessee yep. Titans are a difficult opponent to beat at home. I'll roll with the Titans here 26-21 despite the Bengals starting to roll on offense. Yeah, we all know with uh, with the King in the backfield, man, anything is possible. But no, um, um, nothing less to say about Tannehill and what he's doing on the offense side of the ball. He's spreading around perfectly. Uh, Austin Hooper is coming to his own and, and doing some pass possession and getting first downs for them. Their defense is playing great. They're not to get after the quarterbacks. They're disguising well. Uh, Andrew Adams is playing great ball to fit uh, Kevin Bayard on the outside as well as Terrence Mitchell as well. So they're doing some good things, man. They're playing off of each other. They're disguising it. I think that gives them some problems um, uh, to to, uh, to an descent, and that gives them an extra boost. Also, in this time of the year, I told you, um, like I told you a couple weeks ago, man, running the football is going to be the key moving forward. In the second half of the season, man, the Tennessee is doing a good job up there. So give me Tennessee as well. Texans at the Dolphins. Miami coming off a bye week, 7-3. and three, In great shape in the AFC East. JJ, I'm going to keep this one short, man. Miami, I expect them to jump all over the Texans here. 31-13. That offense, Mike McDaniel, he has Tua playing at a very high level. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, that goes without saying. Defensively, they have starting to turn the corner a little bit. Jalen Phillips starting to be a little bit more of an impact player as long as they have Christian Wilkins in the middle. This Texans team, you know, I think it's safe to say they're playing for a top two pick right now, 1-8-1. and one. Miami, yeah. they'll get them at home. They'll win big. I agree with you. Uh, I think that offense was kind of centered around Damian Pierce. I don't think Damian Pierce got over 50 yards for the first time in his career last week. So I think teams are loading up the box and stopping that run game. Uh, the quarterback position is, is a position that's kind of always hindered Texas moving forward. The defense is trying the best they can, but it's kind of hard once your offense is not putting up points. And like you say, man, Miami is playing at elite level right now. Uh, I got two actually in the MVP race right now, man, where he's playing with those receivers he's connecting with. Give me Miami Dolphins as well. Bears 3-8 and eight coming off a devastating. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Getting lost to the Falcons were fields through a pig late in that regulation. And Young Hoku with a win. The Atlanta Falcons, man, staying alive in the NFC South. Now the Bears, they're going to travel to MetLife to play the New York Jets. And the Jets, 6-4, they're coming off an ugly loss to the Patriots. Alluded to it moments ago. Now Zach Wilson, JJ, I told you, I don't trust him. Zach Wilson, once again, looked like he crapped the bed on Sunday against the Patriots. And then he comes out in post game and says that he doesn't want to take any accountability. He doesn't believe he let down the defense that put together a dominant performance and kept them in the game. I don't like where things are headed. I hear there's some divide in the locker room over Zach yeah. Wilson not taking accountability. I saw something this morning from Sauce Gardner where he liked to tweet saying that Zach Wilson isn't taking responsibility for his poor play. And so, I don't know, man. Things are a little bit dicey mm-hmm. in that locker room when your quarterback isn't willing to admit his mistakes and how he needs to play better. But 
despite all that, because Robert Salah has this defense playing at a very high level, I think it's going to take a couple of turnovers from that Jets defense and maybe even a pick six or a special teams touchdown. But I will give the Jets the win here, 23-19, especially because Justin Fields' availability is in question. He picked up a shoulder injury late in that game against Atlanta. He's going to undergo further evaluation for head coach Matt Eberflus. If he's not healthy, J.J., that Jets defense certainly is going to help the cause either. So I'll go with the New York Jets here. Yeah, I agree with you. I've seen the same thing, man. And I've been in the locker room myself when it comes to quarterbacks. We know they get all the praise once the team is winning and doing their things too, but to not accept responsibility when you got everybody around you that plans good football and hey, and you're going to make mistakes. You're a young quarterback in this league and things going to happen, but when it's time for you to step up and actually take take some blame and do take some responsibility, you have to do that because then you lose to everybody behind you that's believing in you and actually fighting for you. So um, I'm just disappointed in, in, in hearing that and seeing that. And I know that can draw different confusion within the locker room because I've been in the locker rooms myself. And we all know how quarterbacks get the praise for everything over uh, when they're doing a good job as well. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a situation to definitely keep our eyes on um, because we know that it's a team sport. And right now in this situation, it's a team, it's teams that's going to win down the, low, down the, uh, down the road. And uh, we heard Robert say, man, the offense looked like, you know, dog crap at the end of the day. So um, I think they're going to look this up in the mirror again and do what they got to do. But I like the Jets here as well to get it done against Chicago. Uh, I think Justin Fields is doing a phenomenal job, but there's only so much that one person can do on the offense side of the ball. So give me the Jets as well. Maybe this is the week we see Mike White or Joe Flacco come into the ball game and a lot of uncertainty around Zach Wilson. But yes, I do believe the Jets find a way to get it done with that defense. Now the Falcons at the Commanders. This will be a good game. Atlanta 5-6, Commanders 6-5, above 500. Head coach Ron Rivera announced on Sunday postgame that Taylor Heineke will be their starting quarterback moving forward. And under Heineke, this team is 4-1, showing signs of life, moving the ball on offense. Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin. Defensively, you're seeing Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. They're headed in the right direction, J.J., and I think they win another one here, 26-24 over the Atlanta Falcons. In a close nail-biting win, I think a game-winning field goal gets the job done. But Washington, all of a sudden, they have a spark in Heineke, and they continue to roll. Yeah, uh, I told you that. I think I mentioned that about three or four weeks ago, man. I told you when Tyler Heineke is on the center, they're, they're a different team up there in Washington, man. And they believe in him, and he brings a different culture and excitement to that locker room. Pass off to him to, uh, to earn the starting job. He did what he had to do. He sat down and waited his turn. And he made the most of it. And uh, that shows a good professional. That shows a, uh, uh, that shows a, a guy that's waiting on his opportunity. And when it, when, when it comes, he makes the most of it. So just watch the team with their D-line they got with their secondary, playing some good football, pulling on the outside, doing good as well. And, man, they, they playing some great football right now, man. Their defense is really getting after the quarterback. And their secondary is sitting right there and making them count. So uh, I'm going to go with you too, man. I hate to go against my home team, Atlanta Falcons. I like what they're doing when it comes to running the football. But I think the pass rush of the Washington Reds, Washington Commanders, excuse me, sorry, um, it's going to just be a little too much for Atlanta to handle. So give me Washington as well. Broncos at Panthers. The Broncos lose another game, three and seven in overtime to the Raiders, taking on the Panthers, three and eight. Both of these teams look like they're pretty much out of the playoff picture, JJ. But I got to tell you what, Carolina surprised me. They hung in there on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. They made life difficult. 
for Lamar Jackson. They're playing for Steve Wilkes, who's the interim head coach, and they're playing with some fire. And so for that reason, Deontay Foreman, another big game on the ground. Chuba Hubbard chiming in. I'll go Carolina here, JJ, 2016. Of course, I think P.J. Walker's status is up in the air, but even if Baker Mayfield starts again, but because of that run game and the defense for Carolina and just how out of sorts the Broncos are, I'll go with the Panthers. Yeah, um, I see where you're going, man. They are playing a – they like a different team on the Steve Wilkes, man. He's doing a good job of getting that defense to playing good and uh, also getting that running game going, man. Uh, Foreman is playing a great job. His story is one of – if you haven't heard, is definitely one to look up. Um, you know, his dad, he made his dad a promise, and he held, he held on to this promise, and he's doing a good job of making the most of his opportunity as well. And uh, it's, just, it's exciting to see, man. The guys that's getting overlooked and uh, being underrated and making the most of it. But um, I'm going to I'm, I'm go my upset this week, man. Um, I like Let's Ride, man. I like their defense, and I think their defense is going to be a little too much. I think the Carolina quarterback situation is, is going to kind of throw them off a little bit. They don't know if Baker's going to be there or P.J. as well. Uh, Baker didn't play. He played really good against the Ravens. He did some things towards the end that kind of um, that uh, kind of gave them uh, gave the Ravens the edge to kind of take over the game. But I like the Broncos here, man. Give me less ride with Russell Wilson. Broncos country, less ride. Uh, <laughs> next game here, Ravens Jaguars. I like Baltimore here, 31-21. Although the Jags coming off a of bye week, and again, I have said this many times in the podcast. The Jags are way better than their three and seven record. They too have lost some really tight games, JJ. But the Ravens right now, defensively, I talked about it last week. They're getting reinforcements. They're continuing to look good on that defensive side of the ball. Offensively, they've been a little bit banged up. Gus Edwards should be back. We'll see where things lead with Mark Andrews if he can stay healthy. But as long as they got Lamar Jackson back there, I like Baltimore to take care of business by ten. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it short, man. As long as they got uh, MVP at number eight back there, man, he's a he's a secret weapon that I haven't seen in a long time, man. So, uh, yeah, just give me Baltimore here, man. MVP Lamar Jackson. Chargers at Cardinals. Chargers coming off a loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team now that is at 500. Cardinals, they're playing tonight, so we'll see how they do. But health for Kyler Murray is uncertain. I like the Chargers here. Although they wilted on that last drive to the Chiefs. I mean, that is Mahomes, though. Offensively, finally got Keenan Allen back. It was a shame to see Mike Williams have to leave again with that ankle injury. But Austin Eckler is doing some nice things out of the backfield. I'll take the Chargers here by a field goal, 30-27. Yeah, uh, I think that the Chargers defense is doing a good job. You see the offense is starting to explode and do some great things for the Chargers as well since they're getting their guys back. Getting Adam look good. They made it a good catch towards the end to put him in the situation to go ahead in the fourth quarter. Uh, but we like we know we know the, uh, the the connection between Kelsey and Mahomes. It's probably one of the best duos they ever kind of play the game outside of Tony Romo and, and Jason Witten. But uh, yeah, give me the Chargers here as well. I think once they get some more of their key pieces back on offense, they're going to be kind of unstoppable and make a late push to, in the conference as well. So give me the Chargers. Raiders at Seahawks here, JJ. The Raiders coming off a win, finally, 3-7. and seven. Seahawks coming off a bye. I like Seattle here, even though I expect the Raiders to come out and make it a dogfight. Seattle, they're coming off some rest here. Defensively, I like the way their young defensive backs are playing, Tariq Woolen. And then, of course, Kenneth Walker, who is running with a purpose. I like Seattle at home by a touchdown, 27-20. I think even though the Raiders got a chance to pull one off, I think it was against a team that's kind of that's still up in the air as well with the Broncos. Uh, but like you say, man, Seattle's been rolling. I think they had a time to kind of rest up, heal up, do some great things, come back to the drawing board, 
get ready for the second half, the second rush of the season. And I think they're going to do a good job, like you say, running behind Walker. Geno Smith is being very consistent, very accurate down the field, mid, mid, um, middle of the field as well. And defense, like you said, is playing some great complimentary football. So give me Seattle Seahawks as well. Rams at Chiefs, man. The way the Rams are playing and Matthew Stafford banged up with another concussion, JJ. It may be John Wolford in Kansas City. And this is going to be a landslide potentially for the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them winning 38-20 to over the Rams. Just too much for the Rams to handle right now. Bad season. Kansas City, meanwhile, they continue to fire on all cylinders. Uh, I agree with you on that as well, man. And um, I just think it's, like I said, it's a lot of great things that they're doing and, and, and not doing. So I'm going I'm to join you as well with that one, man. Put me down with that one as well. All right, here we go. Moving down to the final few matchups left here. Saints coming off a win at the 49ers. Niners are playing tonight. I like San Francisco, even though Andy Dalton played well. JJ, the defense for San Francisco, Demeco Ryans. You know he's going to have his unit ready to go. And then McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell on offense. They'll dominate the ground game. I like San Francisco here, 24-13. Yeah, New Orleans Saints, uh, they do a good job, man. I think they're still trying to figure out and get some key pieces together. Uh, the injury ball beat them as well. I would like to see Michael Thomas out there. I think they're a different team with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas line outside as well. The defense are, is playing better. They're doing a good job of stopping the run. But uh, like you say, for San Francisco, man, they hit you from all different angles, from the defense side of the ball with Demetrio Ryans and how he got those guys flying around over there. And then also Jimmy Garoppolo playing some good football with uh, Jeff Wilson as well as the other guys behind him uh, running the football as well. So give me uh, San Francisco as well. Packers at Eagles, Sunday night football. The Eagles, they barely escaped the win over Indianapolis on Sunday. They're hosting a Packers team right now that is banged up outside of that Cowboys win. They have looked like probably one of the worst teams in the NFL. I expect Philadelphia to win this game 27-13. It'll be too much for them. Defensively, Philly will make life difficult for Aaron Rodgers, fluster him in the pocket. 27-13, I think the Eagles win again. Yeah, Eagles playing good, man. Like I said, I think Jalen Hurts is at the top of the MVP list. He's here to lose right now. Their defense, they brought us some key free agency towards uh, last week to stop their run, man. I think that's something that Green Bay hang their hats on around this time of the year and also kind of help complement some of those young receivers out there as well. So with the run, not going to be able to run up the middle on the Eagles. I think that gives them an edge for the Eagles to go ahead and handle business. Give me Philadelphia. Last game on the slate, Monday Night Football, Steelers at the Colts. Both of these teams coming off a loss here, JJ. I'm going to roll with the Colts, though. I think they finally have a little bit of a DNA back running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. They were able to have success in the first half against the Eagles. I like what I've seen from DeForest Buckner, Stephon Gilmore, Zaire Franklin. Right now, Kenny Pickett is very turnover prone, although they did show some offense. But I'll roll with Indy here by four. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh Steelers right now is just scrambling, man, just kind of hanging there. And uh, and uh, like I say, surprise thing, Mike Tumlin, uh, we never seen him, you know, lose this bad or beat on the 500 in all his years that he's been there. Uh, he's dealing with a young quarterback in the situation, but I think it's, I think his future is bright. I think they're going to be a good team to watch out for in the near future. But right now, I think the, the Colts are a new different team underneath Jeff Saturday. He's got this team believing, believing doing some good things up there. The offense is playing complementary to their defense. I like uh, Grover Stewart in the middle. Um, he's doing some good things and pushing the pocket. And, and letting those pass rush on the outside get there as well. So give me the coach here to win it. It is Thanksgiving week. So again, all those of you who are tuning in, I hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving week. Enjoy it with friends and family. And hopefully we can watch some more good football. JJ, it was a pleasure, man. I appreciate your time. Enjoy it with your family as well. 
Hey, absolutely, man. It's a great time to really celebrate and be thankful for uh, being around families and, and being around the loved ones that really care and truly cherish you. I hope you have a great, happy Thanksgiving, man. I'm looking forward to it. And um, uh, be safe and um, have a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Appreciate that, brother. God bless and take care. All right. Same to you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.